Welcome back to another episode of Reflect Live, the podcast where stories come to life and hearts are opened. I'm your host, Michelle. Here in Reflect Live, we offer a platform for people from all walks of life to share their experiences, their triumphs, and their challenges. It's a space where people thrive and connections are made through the power of storytelling. And today we have something truly special in store for you. So grab your favorite beverage, find a cozy spot, and let's dive into another episode of Reflect Live. Get ready to be inspired, moved, and maybe even crack a smile or two. This is Reflect Live with Michelle. Good morning. Morning. Hey, hey Matthew, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I am doing good. Good morning to all of our listeners. We have Lana. We have Ramona. Uh, good morning. Uh, you have reached, if you if you don't know who I am and my platform, it's Reflect Live Podcast. And my name is Michelle. And I have Matthew Stephenson here with me. And he is from Winnipeg, Manitoba. All right. And uh, we are going to be discussing his acting career. And also, um, he's an acting coach as well. So we'll get right into it. How, how have you been doing? I've been well. I've been good. That is. Did you have a good holiday? I did. Yes. Yeah. And our, uh, you doing- our, well, I was just gonna say our winter has been, uh, been nice compared to what we're used to. So we're enjoying we're getting a little colder again. But for Winnipeg, it's been a decent winter, so. Oh my goodness, couldn't even imagine. We were, for those that are listening, we were just talking and he said that it's about six degrees, so <laughs> I'm not gonna complain at all about our weather here. Yeah, oh my goodness. Okay, well, you know, we have we have a short amount of time, so can you just share a little bit about your journey into your acting world? How did, how did that start? Gosh, well, since I was a little kid, I just remember like, you know, auditioning for the school plays, the school Christmas concerts, and like my parents and everyone being surprised just because I was a shyer, quieter kid. So mm-hmm. the fact that I wanted to do something like that uh, was surprising. But I do remember, you know, like putting on plays and doing stuff at home, forcing my siblings to do it with me. How'd I mean, that go? Well, they say they did. I think at times they did. So yeah, um, I can, well, I can see that because I have two siblings as well. And, and I can see, hey, will you, and they'll be like, I'm do that with you. Exactly. No, I have three sisters, two brothers. So mm-hmm. the sisters, I was pretty much making them do it with me. But yeah, so just, yeah, auditioning for plays, doing more so with theater at first, the musical theater, getting involved with that. And then, like, I do remember, you know, I, I love films and shows and all that. And I do remember saying to my brother, first I actually said to him, I would love to work in a movie store, a movie store. And I meant like a blockbuster, like a video rental store. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted that. And I remember my brother actually saying, oh, you want to work in the movies? And I remember having a moment like, could I actually do that? So yeah, so I was very much interested in uh, film and television acting. So started taking classes as a teenager. And then, yeah, you know, finding out who the casting directors were, auditioning, getting my first roles in that. And yeah, just kind of keeping at it. So Wow. So let's talk about your first role. And uh, did you take, did you go to school for acting? Uh, I attended, it was called the Academy of Acting. So it's like a two-year program here in Winnipeg. So I attended that and I I just worked with uh, coaches. Honestly, I would go training once a week. Uh, There were coaches that would come in from Vancouver. So yeah, just kind of just really just becoming a better actor over the years. Oh, wow. So talk about your first role and what was that like and how did you train for it? How did you get it? Yeah. Oh gosh, I'm just trying to think more so film and TV, what my first one was. I, I think for film and TV, it was one of my first ones. It was uh, on a TV show called uh, Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. 
uh, it was a really fun kind of cool sci-fi show. Uh, I remember watching the first season and the second season came out and I auditioned and got the role and super excited but I remember just being super nervous with my first professional role. But I do, do remember like one of the crew members, she was she was a regular on the show and uh, she just came to my trailer the first day and was like, hey, do you want to run lines? And I just remember that feeling just great and I was a lot more relaxed and she was like I, I remember what it's like you know having your first role and she knew I would be nervous so uh, yeah so she was just very welcoming and that was really cool but yeah I remember like my very first maybe acting role was a school Christmas play and I played an elf named mistletoe when I was okay. 10 that was my first acting but then I do what really stands out was the year after that auditioning for the lead role as the nutcracker and I remember getting that and just being super excited and I remember just calling my mom after I got it. And I, what I was thinking about actually the other day was I, I'm happy that I still get super excited when I get that role mm. and still call my mom. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, because uh, I, I know in this industry, I think a lot of actors are jaded over the years. Yeah, I feel like I'm still enjoying it and still having fun. Yeah. Well, and then you said that actors are jaded. What? Why would you reference that? Oh, maybe that wasn't the best thing to say. I don't know. I, I think it's maybe, and maybe just some actors I see, I, I think maybe you can take it for granted or maybe, I don't know. I, I think maybe mm -hmm. some actors maybe get roles a lot easier than others. And I do, everyone definitely has their own journey at it for sure. Mm -hmm. But I do really feel like uh, I, I'm grateful for my path. I feel like I really, I, I didn't get roles right away. It kind of took me a while and I don't know, I, I really appreciate that. And, so on your journey that it that it, it took you a while was how how did you process that so like after rejection after rejection after rejection and and you still stayed with it how did how did tell us a little bit about that and how you processed that it's a hard thing to process yeah yeah it's constant rejection like you said but when you like I, just watching other actors interviews and like I said you know everyone having their own path and that uh, Matthew Perry was an actor who I just always remember him saying it, it was probably literally a hundred auditions he went on before he got his first role. And I just remember that standing out. I was like, okay, if someone like that can go on a hundred auditions and still not get something, then I think I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Yeah, you're exactly right. Exactly. So what initially sparked your passion for teaching? Um, I kind of fell into it, honestly. I never thought I would want a teacher. I think maybe a little bit of the fear where they say those who can't teach. I don't know, but I don't think that's right. And I honestly fell into it. I had a couple of friends who were teaching at the studio I teach at right now. It's uh, Expressions Film Studio. So uh, acting for film and TV for, for youth. So yeah, they just needed another instructor, asked me if I would. And I was like, yeah, why not? And now it's been, I think about eight years and I absolutely love it. I'm teaching four classes a week and it's wow. great. What sets you apart, your teaching strategy versus your peers? Oh gosh, I don't. I don't know. I, I definitely have my own style. I feel like I just, uh, I'm mostly teaching the teenagers. So we have really young kids as well. But I think with the teenagers, you can be a little bit more, like I'll tease them. And, mm -hmm. and they definitely do the same back to me, obviously. Sure. So being trying to be relatable with them, you know, having fun. Yeah. So you're, you're more on their level on, <laughs> is that, which, yeah. is, which is a good thing when you're, when you're uh, teaching teenagers. You know, you don't want to be pompous and, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely difficult because, yeah, because kids are brutally honest at times. So, um, But I do, with teaching the teenagers, because, uh, again, with, with my approach just in general with, well, with acting, you know. So coming from theater, because it's very 
teaching for you know, you know i remember having a conversation with someone like okay so when you're teaching people are you telling them to practice faces in the mirror and i'm like mm -hmm. oh wow is that what you think acting is and that's fair i, I it was just mm -hmm. a realization that if you're not really in this industry you don't know right but yeah it's honestly just like when i'm talking to the teenagers i mean they're pretty much almost young adults and it's talking about you know being vulnerable and connecting to another human being and connecting to your emotions and feelings and well adults don't even really want to do that so sure. teenagers but anyway i do remember filling in for one of our youngest classes and that age group was like seven years old right so they're like little kids and i was like oh i don't know how i'm going to teach them i'm not going to talk to them really about connecting to their emotions are they going to understand that what's that going to be like Right. So it was a it was a realization for me. I remember, yeah, filling in for the class, and I was mm -hmm. like, okay, guys, we're gonna do our scenes. Do you guys have you have your lines ready? And kids can learn lines like that. It's like nothing. And they're like, yeah, I got my scene ready. And I'm like, okay, so what's going on in this scene? And I remember this one little boy. He was like, uh, so I, I walk into the house, or he's like, I knock at, I, I walk up to the house, and I knock at the door. I was like, okay. So I was like, you know, I expect when I teach the teenagers, I'm like, you know, we're not. This is an imaginary if you're going to have actually you know if you need a prop use an actual prop if you need to knock on a door you're going to knock on a door so the kid's ready to do his scene he walks up to an imaginary door and he goes knock 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 and i just had a moment of laugh and i was like right these kids are here they're they're playing the mm -hmm. right and i think we forget that maybe that's mm -hmm. as uh, an adult actress we forget that it's fun mm -hmm. that's that's the reason why we first got into crazy. That's true. That's true. That's that's great. I love it. Can you recall a particular, like a challenging moment in your acting career and how you overcame it? Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe just more so just due to maybe going back to that frustration early on about not getting goals. I feel like you have to learn to just kind of just realize kind of where you fit in, maybe what your, your type of role that you usually get cast as, and then just kind of learning to be the best at that right and being the mm -hmm. best you so i just i don't know my advice to everyone is just uh i have a lot of students where i, I was kind of giving them a hard time too about because a lot of them are like you know wh what do i need to do to get more roles do i need to go like try to get an agent right away and i i, I tell them i'm like keep working on your acting keep working on your craft mm -hmm. just become a stronger better actor so again i'll just always keep saying it. everyone has their a different path if you were to just try to figure out like what do i need to do to be a successful actor well i don't think anyone has done it the same way right mm -hmm. so just know that it's going to be frustrating fr frustrating and that mm -hmm. you know you're going to have rejection and but if it's something that you love to do you'll just you'll keep at it keep at it so serena and i hope i pronounced your name correctly who is someone you would love to work with live or passed on oh great question passed on james dean yeah and live today probably like Killian Murphy or Jude Law. Or and you could have, what was the last one? Uh, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. And why would you choose? Just huge fans of acting, the characters they chose, their films and that. So yeah, maybe one day we'll see. Hey, that sounds good. Ramona says the seniors and quote unquote old people have a chance at acting. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've been talking about teaching kids, but it's absolutely a career. You can start at any age. We actually do have an adult class that I started teaching as well. And I often will see people who have, you know, retired and they something they want to try, maybe it was something they've always wanted to do. Absolutely. There's, you know, that's what's great about acting too. There's roles for everyone, all different ages, types, sizes. So, so let's pretend that the, our listeners, you're teaching a class right now, an online class. 
And so if like Ramona, if she's inter or interested in acting, hmm. give us give us some kind of techniques that we can improve upon ourselves. Sure. I think I would just I would say right away, I feel like a lot of new actors, what I see, they're trying to do something. They're trying to make it something, make the line something. And I'm like, just stop, just say the word, throw it away. Just a lot of people think, yeah, that you have to be big and, and that's okay. That can, that's great for maybe theater, children's theater or whatever. But it's honestly just really listening to the other person, mm -hmm. processing what they said, and then saying your line back. So um, just connecting, relax. And I know it's easier said than done, right? I tell someone like, relax. Just connect with the, the line. Just connect it that you're acting with. Just listen to mm -hmm. them. Okay. Bond. Yeah. And I, I assume it's important to have a connection with who you're working with. It is for sure. I mean, mm -hmm. but may not always get that. I mean, I talk to my students too about how like, it's so weird. You can get an acting role and you're on set with someone and maybe, you know, have this relationship. Maybe you're, you know, like a couple that you're 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 in a relationship or you're like you're married and you've never met them before and how do you, you know do that so it's it's challenging if you're ever you know if you're fortunate enough you can like meet the person before and get to know them and build somewhat of a relationship but sometimes yeah no you just met them hi nice to meet you and then boom suddenly you have to convince the audience that you have this relationship so i can see where that's challenging uh miss lana said would you ever direct or produce i think one day for sure i've done a little bit of directing with the, the kids at the, at the acting studio because they'll do films yeah i've definitely directed that and i've en enjoyed it for sure so i think definitely uh, one day i can see myself doing more of that nice great great questions um do you see how do you so we were talking about trends earlier and how do you stay up to date with the latest trends and you know in acting trends. sorry what do you i don't I don't know if fairly. So like whether it's, it seems like that there's movie genres that are, I don't know, maybe like Star Wars, right? So that genre uh, is, we're focusing on that. How do you, if you're wanting to get a role mm. and in a popular movie, how do you shift from, this is typically how I act and then now I have to go over here? Yeah, I mean, definitely I just, when, I, when I'm teaching as well, I tell people, watch movies, watch TV shows. I'm always surprised I do. Austrians, they're like, oh, no, I don't really watch anything. I was like, how do you not watch anything? This is like that you're interested in. So like watch movies and TV shows, but watch good movie shows um, where you can watch really good stories, good writing, good acting. And yes, there are different genres. So, and we definitely do that with the students. Well, we'll have like a, a week where we focus on horror films where they'll get to scream and die and they that, right? Um, or work on comedy. So um, yeah, I just definitely just advise people to watch as much that you can um, and then i always say particularly because here in winnipeg they film a lot of hallmark films so i always advise people watch those movies watch what they're like so you have an idea before you audition have you ever been involved in a hallmark yeah. I super fun and i got to juggle in i can juggle it's a random talent that i have and it was so funny because i remember i learned to juggle part of my theater classes uh, as a teenager and I, we did it more so as like a folk concentration exercise and i always thought like why juggling but i actually learned it and i could do it which is great but i was like i'm never going to use this skill until this audition came up got a little role as a juggler so that was How fun what if people were going to search for that hallmark movie what you know the you remember the name of it yeah a christmas love song christmas love song for that it'll probably be out next christmas 
watch for it. So nice. That's awesome. I love that. Can you just being a being a teacher, there's typically always some kind of student that that you like to see grow. And can you give us like a share a story about a student, one of your favorites and and kind of like where they're at now? For sure. Well, I have lots of favorites. I'm going to say that too, just because I feel like some of my students might be one. But I do honestly have lots of favorites. But um, honestly, sometimes I remember talking with some of the other instructors as well, just how like it's some of the students that stand out to you are some of the ones that maybe have behavioral challenges. Yes. It's funny because I do find a lot of the kids who maybe misbehave or acting up in class are the ones that end up being some of the most talented kids that I see. Funny how that works. Makes sense. Yeah. I remember like, again, filling in for this class and everyone warned me before. They're like, oh, this kid, like you're going to end up kicking him out of class. He's just a lot. And he was, and I was kind of watching him. And then I was getting him to do his scene and he was really good. He was just very like grounded and captivating, very in the scene. And for at such a young age. And uh, yeah. And I said to him after, I said, you know what? You did a very good job. You're a very good actor. And when you this, I think this is something that you could really be good at and you could have a career at. And he really looked at me and like was like, wow. And I'm not sure if anyone ever really maybe told mm, that. But that was interesting. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, there's definitely like some kids that stand out. And honestly, we have a lot of kids who have been auditioning, booking roles, and they've been really, you know, doing really well. Some have moved away and been working in LA and, and, and all that. But we also have a lot of students who just come because they enjoy it. Maybe they're they're not going to pursue it as a, a career, and that's okay. We do see a lot of students that come over the years because they've built friendships, and or because you know they have their their little group, and that's I think that's the most important. That's fun. Yeah. Is it is it easy to get on like a Hallmark movie? I don't know if I would necessarily say easy, but I mean, I mean, we have enough of them here, so mm-hmm. just keep at it. You're bound to book something eventually if they're looking for for you. Yeah, I think that I think that's awesome. And do you have a lot of students that are on Hallmark? For sure. Yeah, a lot of them have. Uh, my nephew this past year just booked his first Hallmark movie. He got a pretty big part, so that was fun. Very- so it's in your blood. It's in the family. Huh? I think so. Yeah, it looks like. My nephew and niece are both acting, and my brother-in-law as well. So it's, yeah, it's in the family. That is great. And is your brother-in-law on Hallmark as well? He, he's been auditioning. I don't think he didn't, hasn't booked anything yet, but he's at yeah. it. So I'm sure eventually. That's fun. That's it, awesome. What's what's the craziest or most unexpected acting exercise that you had to conduct with your students? That's a good one. We do some fun ones. A lot that they end up rolling their eyes and groaning. They hate. Like a lot of them hate improv when we do that. So improvising, oh. like you don't have a script, you just have to jump up and like come up with something. So often they don't like that because they're, you know, well, I mean, a lot of them don't like it because you like to kind of know what you're going to say, what you're going to do. So yeah, so a lot of them, those are kind of fun and wacky. Yeah, we'll just do different, like we did this fun exercise where, uh, well, we just did it recently with the kids where I'm like, do you guys all like hot chocolate? And they're like, yeah, we're getting hot chocolate. This is great. So we use that as... Like I, I set up a scene where they're in a coffee shop and I told them, I want you to have, uh, this is your conversation. And I, we created, you know, uh, music for the background and I gave them real hot chocolate because the point was I wanted to make it as real as possible. So you know what it feels like when you're actually, because a lot of times when they're, say you're drinking in a scene, they're going to end up, maybe they don't actually have something in the cup or it's not mm-hmm. really hot and they act like it's not and they'll do a scene. And I'm like, you just basically 
You, it's so, charmed coffee. We, so we do one take where it's real, and then we take away the actual hot chocolate. If I'm like, okay, now remember the hot mug and that. So yeah, we do full exercises like that, which is... That's cool. Julian, I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Have you ever met Brad Pitt? Uh, I have not. He was here years ago filming a movie. Uh, didn't get to meet him, but... Probably the most famous person I met was Christopher Walken, which was super exciting. I got to work with him. So he was very nice. But no, not Brad Pitt. Maybe one day. Nice. That's great. Let's see. Is there anything? So we, we're at 1023. Is there anything that, you know, like if we have somebody that's in, that's wanting to get in the field, what would you, like a crying scene or, you know, I hear it's difficult to, to cry do you have any techniques on that yeah, honestly i know like a lot of people say are there any tricks i've known actors where maybe they've used like an onion to get the tears oh, but hey whatever for you but honestly it's just about being truthful honestly and that's why like it's it's harder with kids because i know for me as an actor i i do believe that you know using you know personal experiences and that too i'm um, being able to learn how to connect to your emotions so like in classes like well i remember I had an acting coach that basically said you know like when you're training you're taking classes because you're working your acting muscles right it's just like working out your your actual muscles so it's so you have to you have to train that you have to be vulnerable be open because it's not just faking tears i mean you can do that i think that's more so for theater but for film you can't fake it it's got to be real it's got to come from a real truthful place so um just and I, I, I do honestly believe with life experience as you get older, it gets easier because you have to draw from. Interesting. Is it true? Now, they might not do it anymore, but when you have a baby on the scene that they actually used to pinch the baby to make the baby cry? Heard that. I feel like honestly, like Alfred Hitchcock did some like weird things. Like I heard something where like if he needed a kid to cry, he actually like went up to them and said something like, you know, I'm going to hurt your parents. And <laughs> I don't know. I haven't actually worked with a lot of babies. I don't. I hope that's not what they do. I don't know. It might be from like a long time ago, you know, when there's a lot of stuff that that uh, we did that we're not allowed to do anymore. But I was every time I watch a movie that has a baby crying or something, I'm like, just get pinched or AI cry automated. Oh, it's interesting. I don't know. And then I always wonder if it's actually a real baby or is it, um, you know, like in certain scenes, do they use a fake baby? Certain scenes, you can tell for sure that they would use a fake baby when they when they can get away with it, for sure. Yeah, that's so funny. Uh, Ramona says, I love Hallmark movies. I do too. So we have a couple minutes left. What I like to end my podcast with is words of wisdom. Mm. So if and it doesn't really have to be about enacting or whatever, but can you leave us with just life wisdom or words of wisdom that you live by? Sure. Yeah. Gosh, I, I think I'll, you know, just the acting. But I think honestly, if you feel like this is something that you've always wanted to do, absolutely just go for it give it give it a shot i mean what do you got to lose and if it's you know if you've been at it for a while and you are frustrated just know if if you're if you want to keep going you're i feel like you're meant to do this for a reason you know you 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 first had the love for it for a reason so keep at it and i, I feel like your time will come so and how does i mean how do people over overcome that so well after rejection after rejection you know it's I, I can, like, if I put myself in your shoes, I, I can see, wow, I don't, you know, I would probably give up. So how do you, how do you tell somebody to stay motivated with it? Just, just without, not just words, but explain that a little bit. Well, I think I might also just say too, because you just learn as you get older, 
I don't know if like maybe just don't make it your entire life like mm -hmm. find other things of interest as well keep yourself busy with like until you get the role like keep active keep healthy read lots like i said watch movies educate yourself learn grow take classes but find other things that you enjoy as well because if you are you know just waiting around for it it's gonna feel like forever so okay yeah that's good is there any movies that like your dream role that you want to be on uh, i feel like i'd like to play a superhero one day. yes I mean, I always tend to, like, I love, like, kind of, like, first defense films. I love drama. So, yeah, I don't know necessarily maybe be, like, I, I like playing the bad guy as well. Those mm -hmm. are fun roles. Who's yeah. your favorite supervillain? I'm a Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Spider, so. mm -hmm. or, or a villain. But. Now, would you be Spider-Man or would you be a villain in there? Uh, I'd probably be the bad guy. I think we're going to hold for yeah. Spider-Man, but they could come for me. It's, it's, you know, that's the, that's the, the intense part is, is the bad guy, you know? And so how do you, like, we have about a minute left. How do you change characters from you being such a nice guy to turn and go over to the villain? Well, I, yeah, I always say to people like, you know, like, how do you think you could play a, a bad guy? Like, what would you do? And you just, uh, we all have, maybe not necessarily like dark side but we all know what it feels like to be really angry or just mm. really mad at someone so i always just say use that mm. and put yourself in that other person's shoes well that is awesome well thank you so much matthew it was a pleasure thank and thank you for everybody asking matthew questions and good luck to you and your endeavors thanks so much right, thank you bye. bye guys that's a wrap everyone great job